welcome to this week's edition of Gameware Express, where I'm pretty sure everyone's still hung over from the New Year's? I don't know. I'm Adam Arinder, and it's Friday, January 3rd, 2014. We have another special guest on the show this week. All the way from V's Speedrun and 4P Co-op Lounge, and former Gameware employee, please welcome Mr. Vaughn, V for Extreme Eventers. Hey everybody, how's it going? How you doing, Vaughn? I'm doing great. I'm glad you'd be able to uh, join us tonight, take a break from your speed running and your let's playing. Yeah, yo, I am I am honored to be on the show. Awesome. Yeah. As well, I have uh, Miss Rachel McCauley, Hello. as always. Everyone else is, I guess, didn't survive the new year, so I think the show is just I'm down to us. I'm still drunk. Yeah. Woo. No. Heck no. <laughs> um, before we get started, Vaughn, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, like, how long do you work at Gameware? What do you like to do now, game-wise? Well, uh, I think I worked at Gameware for about maybe six months. Okay. It was like, it was. It started out as a summer job, and then like I worked all the way up through like Black Friday to Christmas, and I kind of just like didn't get any more hours after that. So <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, now I'm a full-time student, and I'm pretty much just... Playing whatever games I just want to play. <laughs> awesome. What kind of videos do you post to your YouTube channel? Uh, usually, uh, it started out with like a normal as a normal Let's Play channel where mm -hmm. like I would like do some of my own stuff, but then like I had uh three other people. Uh, Nay was one of them. Uh, Hikari was another one, and now we have Eight Bit or Rachel yeah, as she goes. <laughs> <laughs> that's and that's me. We we do uh. Four players, uh, four player co-ops of games such as Legend of Zelda Four Swords, or our most popular one that's like being monetized now is Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Okay, cool. So yeah, if you ever, I know we've talked about the four watching uh, Rachel and Renee on Four Swords crew. Mm -hmm. You are the man behind that, correct? Yes, I carry around all the equipment, uh, make all the videos, which are, take up a really long time. Not, <laughs> it's not like doing a podcast; it's a lot more time consuming. But yeah, I, I do all of that. Yeah, I haven't ventured too far into the video stuff yet. It's on my horizon. I'm interested in it, but seeing all the stuff you lug around, the couple of times I've dropped in on y'all's recordings, it's uh, a little cumbersome. It looks like. Hey, you've been part of one of those recordings too. Remember the Phoenix that's true. Right we did voice acting on uh, the last case of the first Phoenix Wright game. I was Detective Gumshoe. Best, and you, and you were the yet. judge. And I was the judge. That's right. I forgot about that. So that's somewhere on the internet if you want to find me as a bad voice that's actor. That's really cool. Um, so before we get started, since we're still in that season, you actually emailed us your top five games of last year, and then we decided just to have you on the show. Yeah. <laughs> so do you, uh, why don't you run down for the folks at home your top five games of 2013? Well, uh, it was really hard to try and compile like a list because I played a lot of games right. last year. So... Uh, but I finally came up with a decent top five of the games that I fully enjoyed and that I would consider going back and playing. Okay. Uh, number five was Fire Emblem Awakening because mm -hmm. that was like the first Fire Emblem game that I like fully enjoyed all the, all the way from the beginning all the way to the end. So yeah, it was pretty challenging too. I didn't I didn't play on the casual mode. So <laughs> like, you played like, on like the people. real the real way to play a fire. Yeah, game. I I went back and reset a lot, as Steven <laughs> mentioned before. So right. <laughs> I'm not ashamed to admit it. So uh, number four was Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Dual Destinies. Okay. Now as much as uh I would have liked it on cartridge like everybody else did, 
I went and got it anyway because I just really like Phoenix Wright. So. Right. I, I'm a big fan of that series. I'm just still stuck in the third game. Every time I try to get start playing that, I'm just like, I don't feel like reading this much today. And then I don't, unfortunately. But it is a fantastic series, and I, I want to get caught up to it. Hmm. And hopefully yeah. by the time I do, they might release a physical copy of Dual Destinies. But I'm not holding my breath for that. Uh, me neither. But I threw money towards their way any either anyway because, you know, maybe if we throw money at Capcom, they might give us more stuff. Hopefully. Maybe. Hopefully we'll get a physical version of the the Professor Layton crossover yeah. next year. You know, I've never played Phoenix Wright before. I wanted to start playing and I wanted to get into the series because I really, really like the Professor Layton series. Mm-hmm. And I know that it's not really the same thing, but... Mm-hmm. It's a lot more reading and a lot more, I guess, logic-based puzzles well, than yeah, just like... Course. yeah. But it's still fun. It's more. It's definitely more visual novel than a Professor Layton and, game. And that's fine by me. Yeah. I just wanted to start getting into it, especially before the crossover comes out mm-hmm. in America. So. I didn't play that many Professor Layton games, so I need <laughs> to catch up on those at some point. Those yeah. are fantastic. Those are really good. Yeah. As, as much as we don't have a physical copy of the game, I've played it anyway, and the, uh, the character development and the story more than makes up for, like, the stuff that we didn't get. Okay. So... I thought it was great. Cool. Uh, number three was a game that like, I figured more people would have really enjoyed was Dragon's Crown. <laughs> That's a game we, Rachel and I picked up. We were going to play together, and then we just... We never did. Never got around to we it. We played it at E3. Mm-hmm. We loved it. And we loved it, and we were really excited for it to come out, but um, we just haven't gotten around to it, I guess. Mm-hmm. That that game, I, I want to describe it as a kind of Dungeons and Dragons beat 'em up without like all of like the game master stuff. Okay. Yeah, hmm. it's you can you can beat the game pretty pretty quickly and it's really fun with four players. So. Okay. I think they Oh man, I should have looked this up before we started. I think they finally released the patch allowing cross play. Not cross buy, but I think yeah. cross play so yeah. the Vita and the PS3 players could play together, right? That's yes. Pretty, okay. That's cool. Okay. We should do a let's play of that. Yes, we we after we do Four Swords, yes. I want to do that one next. That'd okay, be great. that'd be cool. That would be really fun. Guess uh, number two is uh, Pokemon X and Y. Okay, not not that surprising. I guess that's a pretty popular game <laughs> around you know our show here, yeah. except with maybe Steven, but you know, you know, <laughs> that was that was part of the reason why it took me so long to catch up to like viewing or listening to all of y'all's podcasts because i was really big into like finishing up the semester while mm-hmm. playing pokemon so how many hours did you put into that game already i have over 500 hours right now <laughs> damn well that oh, game just wait. came out like two and a half months ago i know it's addicting <laughs> it's like it's like crack for children <laughs> i did i got my fourth badge last night i called it to rachel yeah nice i still have four badges so <laughs> i'm Y'all sure i'll play there. more pokemon yeah <laughs> i really like there. it I yeah. really do. It's a great game. They re- Game Freak really outdid themselves with this version. Like, Black and White was good. Black and White 2. Uh, I think I was the only one in like our group of friends that actually bothered to finish the game. <laughs> well, you know why I don't think anybody finished that game? It's because as soon as it came out, I was you know all excited to play a new Pokemon game. And I loved the story in Black and White. So I was like, okay, you know, it's like two years later. I'm interested to see what the story is. And then they announced X and Y, and I was like, well, I'm not playing this game anymore. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> it, it was really weird how they released Black, and then a year later, they released the sequel, and then like a week after that, they announced X yeah. and Y, which comes out a year later. Right. So I was yeah. just like, I'm not going to finish this game. Fit- and 
I got to like the TV studio or whatever it was, and I just Pokestar Studios. Yeah, that's just, exactly where I quit because that was stupid. I just it found it so tedious, and I was like, I don't want to do this. Understandable. I thought it was really cute though. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's cute. I just don't. I I can't like get into stuff like that if it, if the game like forces me to do it because you know. Here's a side, sidebar Pokemon question. What do you think is going to come out first? A remake of third gen or Pokemon Z? Uh, that's a tough question. A lot of people around the time that X and Y was announced, they really wanted a third gen remake. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to say, but I think it will probably be Pokemon Z yeah. that comes out first. Because I know they made they remade red, blue, gold, and silver as a way to get to catch them all yes, and get them all them into all. the because there's that break between the Game Boy Color and the Game Boy Advance mm-hmm. where you couldn't get your Pokemon over. So technically you can catch them all. Now they don't need a third gen remake, but there's so many people clamoring for it. It's been, what, 10 or 11 years since that came out? Well, also, yeah. you got to think about it this way, is that it was fine for them to remake <clears throat> Gold, and Sil- or Gold and Silver and um, and Fire, you know, Fire Red and Leaf Green mm-hmm. um, because the Game Boy Advance was still a compatible game system with right. the DS. That's no longer a thing. That's obsolete True. now. So And they don't make DS lights anymore, and that was the last thing that could play GBA exactly. games. So. so I mean, since that's considered obsolete or, you know, now it's technically retro or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever you want to call it, I mean, I think that personally they should remake it. Even so what you're saying is there's gonna be a third remake of Fire I mean Red and Blue. <laughs> that's what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> I mean, who knows, you know? I'm that would make a lot of sense, but in a lot of ways, like I don't know. It it's difficult to say because it's not like black and white where you could only access the Unova Pokemon for right. a while. Like it's it gives you access to like tons and tons and tons of Pokemon. So like why would you need these other games to be remade? Mm-hmm. You really don't. Yeah. In in my opinion, at I'm about least. To say, at least so, as far as I am in X and Y, it seems just like let's just remake Gen One again. At least with all our Pokemon, it's, it's like here's all your favorites from like 15 years ago, kids. I, I looked up all of the Gen like this is new Gen Six Pokemon. There really aren't that many. Right. There aren't, and and you know comparatively, like you know the Pokedex is split up into what like three sections. Uh yeah. 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 Three, yeah, sections. three sections, and all it is is just hey, mm. look at all your favorite Pokemon from the last five generations. Right. So, but anyway, this isn't meant to be a, another Pokemon yeah, podcast. Yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> Vaughn, your number one game of 2013. Uh, well, it took me a while to think of like what what kind of game like blew me away like last year, but uh, I I eventually decided that it had to be Ducktales Remastered. Woo! <laughs> that was not planned. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime someone says Ducktales, you got to say that. I mean, yeah. it's it's like unwritten rule okay so that's actually the first time i've seen ducktales remastered come up in a a top five list or a top 10 list what is it that pushed this number one for you well the number one factor that pushed it for me was cut was the uh, nostalgia factor right because that was if not like my favorite like game like growing up like as a little kid it was definitely my favorite nes title because i played that all the time especially when i was uh Especially after I would watch like one of the episodes of Ducktales, because that was my favorite TV show growing <laughs> up. So I was like, "Oh, sweet! Like they got all the original voice actors, yeah, and you could just do the same stuff as you could with Scrooge, and you can experience all the same frustrating deaths that you could in the first <laughs> game." <laughs> so 
yeah, I started playing it, loved it, played it some more, still loved it, and it got to the point where I was just like, you know what? I'm going to speedrun this game. And now I am the top of the PS3 leaderboards for it. Awesome. Woo. Still holding Good that job, down. Honks. Congrats still on that. that. Thank you. So are you like going to um are you going to like if like watch it daily and then like make sure no one else comes in and like beats your score or does it like alert you? I, I did that for a while and now I was like, yeah, I don't feel like booting this up anymore. <laughs> so what is that record winning time? The in-game time for the PS3 leaderboards right now is 35 minutes and 7 seconds. It took wow. me that long to beat the first level, I think. Yeah. Not longer. <laughs> <laughs> Although that doesn't actually translate to real time. In-game time is a lot faster than real time. Real time is actually about 39 minutes. Okay. okay. That's still really impressive. Yeah. Awesome. Well, awesome. <laughs> that actually inspired this week's intro question. So, Vaughn, what, is, um, what game have you beaten the fastest? Well... Through all of the means that I've done necessary and all the games that I've played, it would have to be A Link to the Past. Okay. Which okay. I've beaten in just over three minutes. What? Whoa, what? Yeah, you can Well, <laughs> i have to show you a video of it like after the podcast is over or during the break. Shameless plug. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Whoa, really? But you can, you can uh, do something which our community calls the exploration glitch, where you save and quit while you're falling off of a cliff or like a pit or something of the sort. Then you start up, and then once you get hit by an enemy, you can start walking through walls. And it just Whoa. so happens that the Triforce Chamber is inside Hyrule Castle at the beginning of the game. So you can just walk right into the chamber. Wow. Game over. <laughs> so I guess a lot of a lot of the speedruns I've seen or have heard you mention are, are a lot of just like, we're just going to break the game and just yeah. skip to the end. Indeed. It's not like, <laughs> like, is there a term for that? Like legitimately playing through the game start to finish and making it? Without like glitching out. Yeah, without uh, glitching. Uh, we usually just call that glitchless, but uh, speedrunners usually just try to use any means necessary to beat the game. This includes glitches. So what, what counts as beating the game? Getting to like the end and the credits start rolling? Yeah, or? Like, uh, whenever, like, uh, well, there's a rule in Speed demo, Demo's archive is uh, timing usually starts whenever uh, you gain control of the character and the timing ends when control of the character is lost. Okay. Okay. So. so it doesn't count any like final cutscenes or no nothing like nothing of the sort of that. Okay. I thought it was impressive. I watched a I watched two hours of a guy beat Pokemon Red wow. in an hour fifty eight minutes. I thought that was impressive. I mean, but, yeah. you know. people are beating Ocarina of Time in like a little over an hour and stuff, right? Like, well, uh, this is actually a question I wanted to ask Adam. Like, uh, seeing <laughs> how he recently beat Ocarina of Time, mm -hmm. uh, how fast do you actually think somebody can actually like, go through <laughs> the game, start to finish? Well, it took me 35 hours, so I'm going to go with 35 minutes. <laughs> what if I told you that the game could be beaten in just over 19 minutes? What? Whoa. Okay, I need to start yeah. watching some more of these videos with you, because that, that stuff <laughs> just literally like, blows so my cool. mind. Like, that's just a side of gaming I've never, not that I never was interested in, I just never got into because I wasn't aware of it. Yeah. And you're the only person I know, really, who that does is that. into that kind of thing. I didn't start getting into it until maybe about uh, a year and a half ago, and yeah. I was just watching. I didn't actually start doing runs of games until about maybe eight months ago. Okay. So you just yeah. got bored with beating games traditionally and said, "I want to do this really fast." Well, I just got intrigued with like all the tricks that they were doing. I was like, "Man, I want to do this stuff. Gotcha. <laughs> Looks cool." Okay. Well, welcome to the show. Thank you, Rachel. <laughs> yes. 
Do you like to beat games really quickly? Uh, I mean, I, I like to beat games. Um, so I what's guess. what's what's like the what's the one you've beaten the, the fastest? Um, probably Kirby's Dreamland on the Game Boy. Yeah, you do play that a lot. I, I play it a lot, and you know, once you memorize where all the enemies are going to be and all the patterns and stuff, and I mean, Kirby can just float over all the levels if you really wanted to do it faster than normal. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I can beat it in maybe right. like five to ten minutes if wow. I really, really, yeah. really try. Like, and that's like jumping like. You know, skipping over everything, going straight to the boss, beating the boss, and then, you know, beating all the bosses before King DDD, and then, you know. Man, I always thought with my, a little luck. <laughs> my answer of beating, like, Sonic 3 in, like, an hour and a half was cool, but, like. Well, Kirby oh. Streamland is a 30 minute game right. if you go through everything. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know. Yeah. So I don't, I don't replay games a lot to do that, but I used to play Sonic 3 and Sonic 2 a lot when I was a kid. Sonic 3 more, actually, because you could save. When yeah. I was little, that was better. Yeah. And I got to where I played that so much, I could beat it within like an hour or two. I mean, yeah, I thought good. that was cool, but no, not, yeah, you know. That's good. <laughs> I don't know how Sonic Speedrunners beat those games so quickly. Those games are kind of hard. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Especially Sonic 1. Like I, That just came out as a 3D game on the 3DS eShop, and I was playing through that again, I was like... Man, I remember why I never played Sonic 1, because this game just isn't fun. <laughs> well, Sonic 1's fun. It's just not as fast, so... Right. It was groundbreaking for its time. Mm-hmm. Cool. But so then, then games like Sonic 2 came out, so... Sonic 2, best Sonic game. I would have to agree. I, it was my favorite Sonic game until Generations came out, so... Wrong, sir. <laughs> Wrong. Just, just my opinion. Actually... That's a nice little segue. Um, I've actually started playing Sonic Colors. Good game. Because I've had that game for a while, and then I bought Generations when it came out a couple years ago, but I wanted to play all of the Sonic games before I jumped into Generations, just kind of as a background. Cause I hadn't oh, played, that's a mistake. I haven't played, well, not <laughs> all, all of them. Okay. <laughs> I played 1, 2, 3, and Knuckles again. I played Adventure 1 and Adventure 2, which I never played all the way through. And then I was going to play Colors... And then go on to that. And for okay. some reason, I never got into colors. I'm but, not playing 06. Yeah, I'm not see, playing Sonic and the Black Knights. Good. You skipped all the bad ones. Right. Secret rings. Secret whatever rings. it is. So, Werehogs. And I got Sonic Lost World <laughs> for Christmas. But I was like, well, I don't want to play that until I play Generations. I don't want to play Generations until I be co- start colors. So I was like, that's a Sunday night. What do I have better to do? I'll yeah. play Sonic Colors. Well, because yeah. I, I really wanted to see the Yoshi Zone in Sonic mm-hmm. Lost World, but obviously, you know, we can't get to that until we beat these other games. So I'm just like, let's play Sonic Colors. And, and I, it, oh, go ahead. I was saying it's actually not too bad. No, it, um, I, I like it's it. It's got that sense of speed I felt was gone in a lot of these newer Sonic games. And for for a Wii game, it's pretty colorful and a pretty good looking game. It looks really good. I mean, you know, granted, this is just this you know, CGI cutscenes or whatever, but I mean, that opening sequence to that game is like, wow, this is actually really pretty looking, and I mean, the music's good. Because it's set in, like, Dr. Robotnik colorful amusement park. Amusement park, park yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is funny, because we've also been playing through Mario 3D World, yeah. and Bowser's level, or Bowser's World in that Bowser's game is World. bright and colorful amusement Bowser, park, so Bowser's it's like, let's show park. off our pretty colors. Yeah. But I'm only in like the second world, I think, of yeah. Sonic Colors. But it's not bad. The colors powers are weird. And I know they come I back for Lost you, World. You but... just beat the second world, yeah. I think. I, I mean, it like, you know, the music's really good. And it's fun to watch. And I really like it, how it switches between like the 3D Sonic games and then the 2D Sonic games. Yeah. I like how it switches. My only, so. cons- my only problem with it is sometimes, I guess maybe to show off the level, 
it zooms out too far and you can't really see where Sonic is. Yeah. Yeah, you're really small in that game. Yeah. And they have I don't know when this came up because I guess I'm a retro Sonic purist. <laughs> I don't play much modern Sonic, but they have you collecting those weird like red star coin things. There's five yeah. of them. And I don't want to do that. You when don't I'm have Sonic, to. I want to go fast and then go faster. This I don't want to stop and collect things. This isn't a Mario game. I collect all the star coins or the green stars in Mario. I don't want to collect stuff in Sonic. I just want to go fast. Yeah, you don't have to get those. Those are really there just for unlocking Super Sonic, I think, or okay. something weird like that. Uh, no more Chaos Emerald special stages? Nah, nothing of the sort This is the ultimate. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so yeah, I've, I've, I've been playing through Sonic Colors, and it's not bad. I just want to get to Generations, which I hear is really good. And then, like I said, uh, I finally beat Mario 3D World. Well... Beat. You beat the main game. I beat the main <laughs> game with the credits, and I just finished the first special stage or secret stage. Because spoiler alert, there are secret stages after you beat Bowser's what? level. And, yeah, Mario Three. <laughs> I World. had no idea. I and another character. Yeah, that game is pure evil. <laughs> <laughs> like the, when you get to the end of that game, it's just like 3D land where it just like slaps you in the face, and it's like, oh, you thought this game was easy? Well, guess what, sucker. No, it's, it's not. not. No, <laughs> but it's weird because I'm, I'm going into it knowing it's hard. So when I lose thirty lives in a level, it's not like, damn it, throw the controller across the room. It's like, all right, I'm not, I'm not going to bed until I beat this. Yeah. <laughs> but I really like it. It's really fun. And then, like I said, I've been playing more Pokemon. But we've talked enough about Pokemon. I'm not gonna. <laughs> no more Pokemon that. talk. Yeah. <laughs> um, Rachel. Yeah. You got a shiny new iPhone for Christmas. Yeah. Well, I say new. It's a couple it's, years it's old. It's actually but. a used iPhone, but uh, I had a uh, like an LG Android phone, mm -hmm. and the screen had cracked on it thanks to X2 roller coaster out in Six Flags. Yeah. Thanks X2 for breaking my phone. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, so you know, I got someone's used iPhone. You know, they lent it to me because you know my screen was cracked, and um. I mean, I've been playing iOS games on it. Mm -hmm. as, as much as, like I said, forever and ever, like, oh, I hate Apple. Apple's so stupid. I'm never going to do that. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, I, I got one, and it's it's okay. I, I'm i still getting used to the interface. It's iOS 7's a lot like Android. I'd say that it, the two operating systems start becoming more similar. Android's yeah. finally becoming more, I guess, mainstream or user-friendly, yeah. and Apple's becoming more like android I mean, which is pop-ups and there's notification know. center and stuff like that not to the customization level before people start giving us angry emails right. but i just mean in terms of appearance and right no it's, the way it's it works. a lot of similar just straight up ui functionality mm -hmm. that's what's very similar about you know this this new operating system but i mean yeah i've been playing ios games on it um you're becoming part of the problem well see the thing is is that i really want to play more zelda Okay, mm -hmm. I'm not done with that game yet. I want to, like, I'm, I'm near the end. Link Between Worlds. A Link Between Worlds, yes. On my DS. So, but with Christmas and New Year's, been spending a lot of time with family, been spending a lot of time out places, things mm -hmm. like that. Like, I'm not just going to whip out my DS and then do a dungeon in Zelda. Because that's, I, I have to, like, devote time to that. And I have to, like, sit down and, like, think through the puzzles and stuff. Like, I just can't. I don't know, I can't just, like, whip it out real quick for 15 minutes like I can with, like, Pokemon or, or these little iOS games that I've been playing, you know, and then just shut it off and then continue on with what I was doing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I downloaded some iOS games so that way I could, like, do something, you know, whenever and I get And that's a side of gaming that 
we've never really hit much on. Yeah. Renee is the only other person on the show that has an iPhone. Yeah. And I don't think she really plays a lot of games because she doesn't really talk about them. Right. So, I mean, I mean, what have you been playing? What's been taking <laughs> up so much of your time? I mean, I started playing Plants vs. Zombies 1. Okay. Um, so I've been playing through that. And then I downloaded Peggle 1. And then I thought to myself, I play Peggle all day at work. And then I stopped playing Peggle 1. <laughs> so, I, yeah. You know, I, I, I love Peggle. It's a great game and all. But, you know, when you play Peggle for eight hours a day, mm-hmm. you don't want to play Peggle anymore. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> Especially on the iPhone. It's terrible. Like, well, it's not terrible. It's just not having you to, don't like, ha- move- You don't have that... It's like it's not exact. It's yeah. It, there's the, there's no tightness to it because yeah. you have to touch on your screen, and then the iPhone is small, so it's it's terrible. I don't I don't like it. But um, I've been playing a game called Ridiculous Fishing that <laughs> Steven turned me on to. So that's a fun game. So explain how Ridiculous Fishing works. <laughs> You're not just like oh I'm gonna throw my reel out and reel it in. No, it uh what it is is you <clears throat> uh, you're on a boat and you're like a fisherman, you know, like like a redneck fisherman. Your name's Billy. And you're out on your water and you, you know, you, you cast your reel, okay? But instead of trying to like pick up fish on the way down, you avoid fish on the way down. You don't want to hit any of them, okay? So, whenever your line runs out because you have like a, your line is like a certain length, whenever it runs out of its length, then your your, you know, your reel's going to start going back up. Mm-hmm. And that's when you want to start catching all the fish. So you Interesting. Want to, so you dodge them at first when you're going down, and you catch them when you're going back up. And the first fish you hit, your reel's going to start going back up. So you want to avoid as many fish as you can so you can get more fish. On the way back up. On the way back up. Okay. <laughs> um. So once you reach the top, you throw all of your fish into the air, and then you shoot them with a gun. <laughs> what? Yep. <laughs> um. <laughs> and that's how you make money. <laughs> It's fun. I it's it's just like one of those nonsensical things. Wow. Okay. Yeah, you shoot them all. That was the last thing I was expecting. <laughs> They're like it's like skeet shooting, but all these fish in the air. I mean, it's yeah, it's just one of these like silly little. I can just play it for you know two minutes and then shut my phone off and not worry about it anymore. It's not like I have to sit there and devote all my time to it. I have to get through this game. Like no, I don't care. But um, I mean, it's 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 fun. It's you know. It's good. Uh, it's pretty. It's pretty crazy. It is pretty crazy. I really like the art style, even though it's just like it's literally just like a bunch of triangles. <laughs> but I really like it. And um, isn't all of gaming just a bunch of triangles? Yeah, polygons. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, there is like your your guy Billy. He has a fake Twitter account, and you can read like they call it birder. <laughs> on on fake Twitter, so like your fake friends can like tweet at you, but you can retweet it in real life. So if any of you are listening and you follow me on Twitter, you've seen me retweet a couple of ridiculous fishing tweets. That's funny. on the Twitter. So yeah, I always like in games seeing what their fake name for tweeters. Like in GTA Five yeah. was Bleeder, like a sheep. Bleeder. Yeah. Well, you know, I I really like it when games in development studios take the time to like do little tiny details like that. That mm-hmm. that's something that always gets me is like I think it's really cool that like 
Like somebody had to sit there and write all of this. You know. You know, I said yeah. that same thing when I was describing GTA Five to y'all about how someone made all the fake Facebook posts, all the fake yeah. Twitter posts, and y'all looked at me like I was stupid because I was no. talking about Grand Theft <laughs> no. Auto Five. No, I appreciate. I can appreciate that. I mean, I don't like you know Grand Theft Auto mm-hmm. as a as a whole. It's just not my style of game but i can appreciate something like that because that takes a lot of work and it's it's very attentive to detail and Mm -hmm. that just blows my mind every time in in the 299 ios game that somebody bothered to do all that so you know that's a game i still need to play at some point gta 5 it's really good i really liked 4 even though a lot of people didn't like 4 very i liked 5 better i feel like from what you've told me i feel like the only chance of me ever liking a Grand Theft Auto game would be Vice City. Probably. And that's because you I... You like the 80, being in the 80s I and like the 80s, 80s soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You just gotta get past the game doesn't really age well mm. in terms of how it looks. Because I remember back when it came out, I thought it looked awesome. Like, this is the best looking GTA ever. Now you go back and you're like, oh god. What is that blob? Is that me? <laughs> well, this is also, you know, coming from you whenever you turn on the N64 and you're like, oh god. Yeah, I guess And I mean, I, that doesn't bother me. Yeah, I guess so that's true. So, to me, it's like, okay, this is whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. So, just, just, just iOS for you? I mean, yeah, and then I've been watching you play games. That's true. And, um, you know, we, we bought a bunch of games... Gameware. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this past week, so you know. When you get around to testing to or playing those. Start out. playing those. So Vaughn, besides playing games really, really fast, what else do you do? Do you play any other games? Are you playing any other games right now? Slowly. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, don't get me wrong. I still do like to play games very casually. Like uh, I'm always playing through Pokemon. Right. Looking for five hundred hours. I mean, obviously that's not going to end soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you ever maxed out a cart? Nine ninety nine fifty nine. No, not yet. Do you think you will? I probably will, <laughs> especially with this one. So wow, things how I'm already over halfway there. Right. Um. There's uh. I did link between worlds in like a day. Yeah. No, I I believe that. <laughs> that was that was pretty easy. There was uh. There's there was Phoenix Wright. I played through that. It took mm-hmm. me a couple of days, but it was fun. I how many cases were in that game? Uh, there's five and a bonus case that you can download. Okay. Yeah. Only does that for cost, $5. Does that cost money? Only $5. It's okay. not that big. DLC and case. Okay. You could also buy costumes for the characters for like 99 cents. Oh, Lord. Here it comes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Don't mean to be Capcom's spokesperson. That's like the last thing I want to be. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Steven's not here to ridicule micro these microtransactions and stupid DLC. <laughs> anyway. Um, and obviously you like that game. It was number four on your list. Yeah. It was great. And uh, I'm now playing through Kingdom Hearts because I hadn't HD played that game. HD remix. Yeah, because I hadn't played any of those games in like ten years. Right. And I used to really like that series, so I'm going back and I'm trying to regain my lost love for it. Okay. Because so. I know Renee. We, Renee talked a little bit about it a few weeks ago because she started up playing it. Um, how do you think it fares to your memories from 10 years ago i don't remember a thing (laughs) (laughs) i barely remember what's going on like i'm playing through the game i was like man i don't remember like half of this stuff and i don't remember it being this long either that happens (laughs) to me a lot like i'll someone will start talking about a game that i haven't played in a while and i'll be like oh my god i love this game and then i'll be like i don't remember that and then it's like this is kind of a big part of the story i'm like i don't remember anything evidently like i just can't remember (laughs) i should probably do that because it's you know, 2.5 HD Remix is coming out this year, leading up to hopefully Kingdom Hearts 3, 
next year? Maybe. 2015? I'm hoping. We'll see. Fingers crossed. Even though Final <laughs> Fantasy 15 and 2015 makes more sense to me, but maybe they'll release both of those in the same year. Who knows? Yeah, hopefully. 15 is divisible by 3. Mm-hmm. It's a conspiracy theory. They're going to make Half-Life 3 in 2015. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> <laughs> so how far are you in Kingdom Hearts? I just beat the Tarzan level. Okay, that's like what, World 2? Uh, I think it would be World 3, but for me it was World 2 because I didn't bother doing Hercules just yet. Right. Mm-hmm. That's about where Renee was, I think, if I recall correctly. That's cool. Um, the, 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 My favorite... Was it the second game you could have two Keyblades? Is that what I'm thinking of? Yeah. I remember there's some ultimate form where I was like flying around and had both Keyblades just circling around me, <laughs> just like messing things up as I flew through people. Yeah, that was that was Kingdom Hearts too. Okay. Well, I'll, I guess we'll get to that this year. Yeah, I, I do want to replay the uh, the console games because you know me, I started out on Chain of Memories mm-hmm. because I had a GBA and not a PlayStation. Right. So. Well, I guess I still need to play the PSP game. And the 3DS game, maybe? Yeah, and I sure. need to play the DS mm. game, too, Which that I that? never played. Oh, 358 over 2? Yeah. I, I played was, that. There was two of them. Yeah, and Recoded. That was a, that, uh, that was a cell phone game. Yeah, that was a cell phone game. Back before cell phones had games on them. And then they yeah. made the into... Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I don't... 358 over 2, I played that. It's about 35 hours long, and about an hour story at the beginning, 33 hours of nothing, then an hour story at the end. And that was it. <laughs> Oh, okay. So actually, you can is it H one point five HD remix that you can just watch all the cutscenes right. from that game okay. on. Okay. You don't Wonderful. really need to play it because it wasn't that great gameplay, and playing on the DS with the D pad was kind of weird. That's that's something I'm looking forward to because I don't actually have to play that game. I could just watch it instead. <laughs> yeah, and it ended right where Kingdom Hearts two started. Okay. Like right where Kingdom Hearts two started. Okay. So. Well, why don't we do all that? Because I don't have 40 hours to devote to Kingdom Hearts right now, dear. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anything else you're playing through, Vaughn? Uh, I'm a part of the fighting game community, or FGC. So uh, what's, your, what's your main go-to game? Uh, well, I did play a lot of King of Fighters 13 for a really long time. That okay. game is great. I'm on hiatus for from it right now because I'm trying to focus on like playing other stuff and doing other things. Mm-hmm. But uh, I also play... Uh, I play a little bit of Marvel, uh, Dive Kick. Dive, dive Kick's kick. great. Yeah, <laughs> Dive Kick. I love dive that kick game. Love. <laughs> Who do you main and Dive Kick? Uh, don't really have a main. I just switch between like three different characters. The Baz. I mostly yeah. switch between uh, Dive, uh, the Baz, and Doctor Scholes. Baz is the worst thing <laughs> in <awesome>. that game. <laughs> and then, because uh, King of Fighters is something I was always it looked cool. I just never really got into it or played it much it's like fast-paced street fighter yeah i noticed that but not as like crazy fast paces marvel right um are you excited for is it was ultra street fighter 4 hyper yeah. street fighter 4 U- ultra ultra whatever the newest one is i'm actually pretty hyped for it because i didn't actually like play too much of like street fighter 4 or super street fighter 4 so okay. so did you jump in now Everything's yeah. gonna be re- rebalanced anyway, right? So. Yeah, I'll gi- I'll give it a shot. There's gonna be new mechanics and everything, so it's it's like it's it's like it's a new game. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it. We'll take our first break. On the other side, we got a little bit of news. A little bit of news. Um, something really cool. Vaughn wants to share with us, and then we'll go to emails and everything else. So stick around, Gameware Express. We'll be right back.
and we're back. Yay. So Vaughn, you have some cool news to share with us, correct? Indeed I do. Okay. This is perfect. You I, we had you on the show this week because there's a cool speedrunning event happening over the internet, right? Indeed. It is happening on Sunday. It is called Awesome Games Done Quick, run okay. by Speed Demos Archive and Speedruns Live. So tell the folks at home and me, because I have no idea what this is, <laughs> what is going on? Well, uh, it is a marathon where members of Speed Demos Archive and Speedruns Live all get together in like one like uh, hotel area, I guess. I don't know where exactly it is this time. It's not DC this time, I'm sure. But they all get together and they run one stream where they speed run a lot of games for about a week long. Yeah, okay. that's a really long time. And, <laughs> and yeah. entertain the masses in hopes to try to get them to donate towards the Prevent Cancer Foundation. Oh, that's cool. awesome. Indeed. It's great. Oh, I mean, so if they're speed running these games over a week span, how many games does that have to be? Like, you know, like we were talking earlier, if games can be finished in like you know, 19 minutes or an hour, like how many games have to be played? All games in existence. It's a constant stream? It is a constant stream. Wow. It is going all for like all seven days straight. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's pretty so, dang long. That's a really, so like, yeah, like how many games does that have to be? It's a lot of games and it varies from year to year because it, uh, all the games are different. Wow. Yeah. So and all, all the different all the different goals for each game are different most of the time too. Wow. So hmm. yeah. And uh you'll have to send me that link and I'll post the link for everybody in the show notes this week. That is it on Twitch, I guess? Yeah, or? it is gonna be on twitch.tv slash speed demos archive SDA. Okay, wow. cool. Starts on Sunday, January fifth. Cool. Yeah, I'll post that link in the show notes. Indeed. That's okay. awesome. And um unfortunately Steven's not here, so you have to listen to me read the rest of the news that came out this week. <laughs> um, there's actually not a whole lot since a lot of studios and a lot of things, I guess, are still closed for the holiday or people just aren't working or just coming back to work. But there's still some news. Um, Forbes, the same Forbes that said Nintendo was doomed. Granted, that was a column. Uh, this is Forbes reporting something. They are saying that the Wii U outsold the Xbox One leading up to Christmas this year. See, Nintendo's not out of it yet, people. Well, it's also arguable that no one can find an exactly. Xbox That's One what I was about this to say. Christmas. It, it could be because so. that their Wii U's were available and Xbox Ones weren't. And this is just another puff piece right. for clickbait. But either way, because it's funny, because I saw a lot of reports or a lot of firsthand just people saying that, like, you can't find PS4s anywhere, but there are 25 Xbox Ones on the shelf. Yeah, I don't know. So... That's what I hear at like Best Buy, like they apparently they had Xbox Ones like stacked in front of the door or something. Mm-hmm. But and another like thread on NeoGAF about how GameStop's really pushing Xbox Ones because they have a lot of them. Yeah. But yeah, you know, well more so than this is just a, a Wii U versus Xbox One discussion. I just like seeing that Wii U's are selling. Well yeah. And a pretty of good number going into the holidays. So the Wii U has games. Yeah, that little comic that says Wii U has no games. Yeah. Not not a thing anymore. And I mean, this is going to be a big year for Nintendo. Yeah. And I know we talk about Nintendo a lot, and they might say we're fan boys and girls of them. But, uh, like I said, Mario 3D World's awesome. The, the uh, brain fart. Oh, yeah, the new Zelda game comes out this year. Well, the Zelda 
Hyrule, Hyrule Warriors. Dynasty Warriors. Yeah. Crossover. Smash is probably coming out this year. Vaughn, you're a big Smash person. Or I you am, were. actually. Are you excited for the new Smash Brothers? Uh, Until I see more stuff, I'm going to remain skeptical about okay, it. Okay, because you were not a big fan of Brawl, correct? No, I hated Brawl. I loved Melee. Okay. So. It'll be interesting. They announced, you saw they announced Zelda's a playable character. Uh, yes, she is. I know you like Zelda. I do love Zelda to death, but if she's still attached to Sheik, I probably won't be playing her. Why is that? Because usually the faster character, which is always Sheik, will always be better than the actual other character. So, And the other character always ends up being garbage tier. So. I thought I read they separated Zelda from Sheik, but don't quote me on that. I'm probably just making something up right now, but I thought I read that they, they separated that, so it's strictly Zelda. If that's actually a thing, then I will probably still try her out. Okay. But if it's still a transform character, then I'll probably just play Rosalina. I was about to ask, how, yeah. how do you feel about Rosalina being... I'm excited. <laughs> so they, are, they have Rosalina working. Yeah, She's Rosalina in like is everything. She's yeah. in, uh, like... She's going to be in the new Mario Kart. But she was in, in Mario Kart 7, too. Yeah, she's in 3D World she's now. In 3D she's World. in Which is expected. That's the Galaxy team. Was she in Mario Party as well? Um, I don't know. Because oh, that's another game we play. We played yeah. Mario Party Island Tour. Because well, Vaughn got us that for Christmas. I yeah. think she's on the box. But I don't know if she's a character. She, there is a Mario Galaxy sort of level. I yeah. remember that we played. There are Lumas everywhere. so. Well, she's yeah. probably in there somewhere. She might be an unlockable <laughs> character. Yeah. Because they got Yeah, they gotta, are like... Putting her in everything. Yeah, that's cool. Maybe it's a maybe it's a hint maybe. we're gonna get another galaxy game. Hopefully, mm. I'm hoping. <laughs> that would be cool. I think I mentioned before, but as much as I'm liking 3D World, Galaxy is a much better game. Oh yeah, yeah. and I can't Definitely. wait to play Galaxy too. Um, a lot of Marvel games have been pulled from digital distribution sites like the PSN, the Xbox Game Store, and Steam. Um, like the Deadpool game, all the X Men games, and Spider Man games. Uh, and then Activision confirmed, one of their community managers confirmed via Twitter that that was the case. I don't know if it's because Disney's starting to pull Marvel licensing and all those agreements are running out or hmm. what it is. But they said they were pulled because they were on sale towards the end of the year around Christmas time. Yeah. And they're just gone. So if you like those Marvel-type video games, I guess go down to your local retail shop and have to buy it digi- uh, physically because you won't be able to buy it digitally anymore. Interesting. Yeah, I believe uh, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 was like 83% off for a while. Yeah, because they pulled that too. Yeah. And uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Those are all gone. So yeah. obviously, I don't know, it's something with Disney and the Marvel license. I'm not sure. If you if you still want to get those games, if they're still up, I think you could just get them for like $8 now. <laughs> well, I think they've all been pulled. Uh, I think yeah. they are all completely gone. now. Yeah, okay. they're just gone. I know so. Capcom was like doing a sale for like a really long yeah, time. Yeah, that's why Activision was doing a sale too. They're trying to guess get every last penny they could before they had to pull yeah. it. But I think that was pulled at the beginning of the year. Interesting. Um, I haven't I haven't bought a Marvel license or even, you know, Marvel games since Well, you can still play Marvel Heroes for free. Yeah, I haven't played that. I think Maximum Carnage on the Super Nintendo was the last Marvel game I bought. We did just pick that up. That's the best Spider-Man game. Yes. If you haven't played that, Spider-Man 2 still holds that crown, in my opinion, but I haven't played. Maximum Carnage is fun. Okay. Yeah. It's on a bright red cartridge. Sure is. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We talked about Pokemon earlier. I know a lot of people are excited about the Pokebank was supposed to be coming out December 27th. But I guess thanks to all the 3DS, uh, the new 3DS users come Christmas, the eShop crashed. It was down (laughs) for a few days during the holidays, and Pogobank still isn't out yet. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's just uh, that's just hilarious to me. <laughs> I mean, it's it's both, I guess, a good thing and a bad thing that the eShop is down because Nintendo doesn't exactly advertise right. that they have like, hey guys, we have an eShop. This is probably the best advertisement this for the eShop ever. This is where you can buy yeah. stuff. It's been down for three days and yeah. they're still working on it. People are like, wait, that's a thing? Like, this is both a good thing and a bad thing because like, I, I know whenever, you know, if I'm talking to someone and, and they're trying to figure out why they should buy like a Wii U or something, I'm just like, oh, the virtual console. Oh my mm-hmm. god, you should buy because of this. You can play all your fun games on it that you had 20 years ago. And it's going to be so great. And then they're like, that's a thing? <laughs> so, you know, I, I think it's a good thing. I mean, it's a bad thing that, you know, nobody can access it for like five days, but right. it's a good thing that people know about it now. Mm-hmm. And it is back up because I went and downloaded some things earlier today i haven't tried to get on the wii u because i was trying to buy nes remix and oh. i was like no no sorry nintendo i'm trying to give you my money but maybe later <laughs> but you bought mario tennis i did i bought mario tennis the original the game boy color game, game. Boy color game the game best mario tennis game but yeah that came out over the break so we really get to talk about that yeah at all but that i've mentioned before on the show that's my favorite mm-hmm. mario tennis game ever it's finally out of my 3ds so i'm so excited Mega Man x2 apparently came out today Right? Yesterday. Yesterday on the on eShop. eShop. You're getting ahead of me. We're not near I know. I'm yet. just I'm getting excited. We're talking about the yeah. eShop. I'm segueing. <laughs> Speaking of X2, that's actually one of the more popular games that people are speedrunning and racing in right Interesting. now. Interesting. Hmm. So, yeah. Do you think that'll come up on Friday if I bring their Wii U's to the Games Done Quick uh, stream? And sadly, Mega Man X2 is not on the list of games to be played, but Mega uh, Man X1 is. Oh, it's okay. going to, and it's a race between two of the best runners in the community Ooh. for that, so... Uh, you should definitely keep an eye out for that. It's going to be pretty hype. I love watching people play Mega Man X. So. You, you will love watching these guys. These guys are awesome. Awesome. And, of course, this happens all week once we all start going back to work. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. It's hard. Um, Let's see. Oh, Rachel. Yes. You probably already knew this, but the PopCap CEO retired. Yes, I did know that. Um, he is stepping down, and the new head of that company will be the guy who is in that awesome <laughs> internet video <laughs> from the EA press conference this E3 announcing Peggle 2. His name is like Jeff something or Josh Where he jumps something. up into the air, it's like Peggle 2, and like goes down yep. and slaps the stage. If you haven't seen that video, <laughs> just go Google um, E3 Peggle 2 announcement. Yep. And it is great fun. <laughs> He's really excited about Peggle. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, he likes that company, and you know. Yeah, no, it's it's really exciting to to you know have him as a CEO. I guess. Hopefully, we won't see more microtransactions in their games. Okay, and then finally, um, Super Smash Brothers turns 15 this month. Yeah. The original game, the best Super Smash Brothers game, Nintendo 64. Both, Suck both, it, haters! <laughs> both that one and Melee are definitely the two best ones. Yeah, for sure. And that's all of our news. I don't like reading news. I want Steven to come back. This is scary. <laughs> I feel I did that really I miss poorly. Steven. <laughs> well, I guess I could elaborate a little bit more on the Pokebank thing. It did yeah, come out. Yeah. It did come out a little bit uh, for a little while in Japan. So some people actually still have access to yeah. the application over there. Interesting. And there, are, some people are really nice enough to actually start wonder trading some of the Pokemon from the ones that they got off Pokebank. So I went on wonder trade for a while. 
And I now have access to every single starter from Gen 1 to Gen 6. That's and awesome. Phoebus. So. You Phoebus! better start breeding those for me. I've Phoebus already, I've right already breeded now. a bunch. Yes. New best friend. <laughs> I can't find Phoebus. <laughs> Nobody can find Phoebus. Except for me, randomly. Because that was the first Pokebank Pokemon that I got, randomly. That's funny. Wow, that's yeah. great. So yeah, some people in Japan can still enjoy the Pokebank right now before like they try to fix it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, because as I was reporting that, I thought in my head, I remember seeing a screenshot of someone trying to feed an Oshawott a puffin or whatever the hell they're called yeah. now. I was like, wait, I just said that, but the, there's video. I'm really confused now, but I'm glad you were able to <laughs> clear that up. Okay, so, but yeah. that's just Japan, not in America. Still right. delayed in America. S- still delayed for America, Europe, and Australia. Oh, okay. okay. Well, hopefully we'll get that soon. Yeah. So, let's see. New releases, Rachel mentioned earlier. Um, yesterday... Uh, Mega Man X2. You can download that on your Wii U Virtual Console. I actually just discovered that right before we started this show. And Rachel's we like, almost we, have to, we have to delay the show. We have to go play X2. We almost didn't have a podcast tonight. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, the demo for Bravely Default on 3DS was available to download yesterday. It um, It's like a prologue for the main game. So if you download this demo to see how the game plays out and you like it, decide to buy the game. You don't have to replay that demo material because it's a separate side story and to me that's really cool that is really cool and then could you if you let's say like i don't download the download the demo right Mm -hmm. then i go in and play the game and I, i end up really liking it um do you think that there's going to be any way for me to access what was on the demo so i could have like that side story because of i don't know if i really like the story of the game but i didn't end up downloading the demo then you know i'm i'm missing out yeah, that's a good point. I'm not sure if that'll just so, be included in the game, and it might pop up and ask you, hey, did you play the demo? Okay, skip. Oh, okay. Or, I don't know. That's just because, me speculating. Yeah, I, yeah, no, that's just us, you know, thinking. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I, I, I that'd be really interesting to see because, you know, I, I do want to give it a give it a try, but, you know. I mean, it's free, and the game doesn't come out until next month, so right. you have a month to play through it. Yeah. Can't be that long of a demo. Hopefully, I was going to, I need to talk to Steven or Renee. Um, hopefully, I know they're excited too. We'll be able to all play it and discuss it on next week's show. Right. I'm not going to promise that, but uh, that's my intention. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance comes out for PC next week. Not a whole lot of games coming out right now. Not a whole lot of games coming out really until the end of this month when uh, Tomb Raiders are released. So. Just go play Super Mario 3D World. Yeah, just do that. Yep. <laughs> You'll hate yourself by the end of it, I promise. <laughs> um, emails emails this week gameworkexpress at gmail.com is the email address for us uh gamer alum scott bezdek shot us an email he was on the show a couple weeks ago because we called out to get people's most anticipated games for 2014 and since he already shared his top 10 list when uh the show he was at a couple weeks ago he did send us some of the games he was most looking forward to um he wrote a lot so i'll kind of paraphrase (laughs) He's looking forward to um, The Witness, which is coming to PS4 and PC. That's Jonathan Blow's latest game. It's got like five or six hundred puzzles in it. That looks ridiculous, but it looks interesting. That seems right up his alley. It looks fun. Yeah, it's a lot of puzzles. <laughs> indie title. Scott loves those. Another, puzzles. Um, yeah, puzzles. Another indie title coming out he's excited for is Broken Age. That's um, Double Fine's uh, new adventure game that they funded via Kickstarter. They showed a little bit of that at the VGX. Elijah Wood will be you oh, know, yeah. voice acting with that. Nice. And it looks like a callback to old school 
point-and-click adventure games. So if you grew up playing those, definitely check out Broken Age. Um, and then a few I haven't heard of. One's called Below for Xbox One. Did they announce that at the press conference? I don't remember. Maybe. Because yeah. I, yeah, they yeah. announced it at the press conference, okay. at the Microsoft press conference this year at E3. He's saying it appears to be a, a roguelike Zelda slash Binding of Isaac style dungeon game. Interesting. I don't remember much about it. I just mm-hmm. remember them very briefly touching on it because they were like, hey guys, we like indie games too. Oh, this is the team that did Sword and Sorcery, I think. So. Okay. And then, uh, let's see, then Fract OSC for PC. He says this one has been garnering acclaim at most indie festivals for a couple of years. It is poised to be out this year. It's hard to explain. Uh, the first, uh, take one part first person exploration, one part rhythm game, one part actual music synthesizer creation tool, and stir it. Interesting. Gee, yeah. So that sounds pretty <laughs> a cool. Lot. And then finally a game called Routine, also coming out on PC. It's a sci-fi horror game in the same vein as System Shock or Amnesia. So... You kind of just uh, see there's no game play, uh, gunplay, just walking around, in his words, scared shitless and alone, feeling isolated, and when you see a robot monster, you shoot your gun and realize it did nothing, so it's time to haul ass. <laughs> so if that doesn't get you excited, I don't know what does. But yeah, Scott is really into those smaller indie type titles that I really am starting to get into, mm-hmm. because I found playing games this year, that's where you get a lot of these weird quirky unique styles of gameplay yeah you get your triple a titles which are all boom boom explosion beautiful set pieces there are really no like middle tier developers anymore they've all been shut down it's all just kind of the big guys and little indie teams so i'll definitely have to check these out so thank you scott um for those suggestions definitely uh those will be on our radar for this year also, I'm sorry for calling you uh, oldest time in the intro for that episode. <laughs> I went back and listened to it, and I felt kind of bad, so I'm sorry about that, buddy. Um, Hikari also emailed us. He says, hello again, Gamework Express crew. It's Hikari. Hikari, John. <laughs> Hikari, John. When are you all going to discuss uh, Realm Reborn? <laughs> Never. <laughs> uh, I don't know anything about that game. I, so. had a lot of, I had a bunch of friends that were really into Final Fantasy XI. And I just couldn't understand them staying up all night to do an event at 7 a.m. and going to sleep at 9 a.m. And then doing it all again the next day so they could, like, do their, you know, whatever with their friends online. I just could not. It's not just all MMOs. I just don't. I cannot understand it. Like, I don't get it. (laughs) Sorry, um, buddy. He says he kids. His real question is, do you think we'll be seeing the Oculus Rift available in time for the holidays this year? And that's an interesting question. Oculus Rift, for those who don't know, is a big VR headset you put in or put on, and it tracks your head movements. Is this so, 1995? Yeah, it's like Disney Quest. Um, it tracks it tracks your head movements, um, and you can play a lot of, a lot of games so far are being adapted to it. Right now, it's really in dev kit mode, but you can play like Team Fortress, Amnesia, games like that on it. There's rumor Sony will announce something similar for the PS4, but that's still all speculation. Uh, I don't know if they're going to come out with that this year. Um, John Carmack from id left id and is now uh, with Oculus as a full-time mm. CEO of that company. So hopefully they can turn that around and get that out this year. You know, here's the thing. I don't, and this is just me, like my opinion, I don't think that something like that for like the PS4 and you know the Xbox One and even the Wii U, I don't, I don't think it's going to be successful. 
I just don't think it's going to sell because mm-hmm. the people that are, you know, the people that are playing Xbox ones want to play Halo. And yeah, I mean, yeah, it'd be cool to have like Halo right here. Like you already, you bought this big TV, mm-hmm. you know, to play your Halo on or to play, you know, you know, you have a giant TV. Yeah. You, you want to play your games on your giant TV, right? right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I just don't think that this peripheral that you just put in front of your face to where you can't tell anything else that's going on in the room around you is going to sell very well. I mean, to me, it just doesn't it, make it's sense. It's definitely going to be one of those things like for us. In the industry we're in, we're pretty interesting, but I don't think Joe Bro, Call of Call of Duty Bro, yeah, exactly. Is like go it's like, oh man, I'm gonna play thing. my Call of Duty with this. Like, no, no one's. Yeah, I mean, I've heard a lot of good things from like horror games are really cool on well, that. Yeah, it's like full it's immersive. sensory immersion. Because like when you're watching a scary movie or playing a scary game, and something's about to happen, you can not look away or yeah, look away the TV. But you can't do that Check with the Oculus phone. on. Yeah, it, yeah, it's just in there. But I don't. It's definitely a cool kind of novel it's a, gimmick. It's a very cool concept. I think, and I'd love to put my face in one. Yeah. Just right now, I don't think the resolution's there because when you get when you're that close to the screen, you can see like every single dot. I remember every single pixel. the last time mm-hmm. that a, an add-on console came out and you put your face inside of it. And it was called the Virtual Boy. And let's let's all take a step back and think about how well that did. So True. I just I just don't see it doing well. Like, but maybe that's just my cynicism, you know, me being cynical. But I'd, I can't speak on how interested I am in it until I put I see it on. It, yeah. yeah, and I was really sad because it was at the I think Indiecade like oh, Indie really? booth E3 this past year, and I didn't know that. I blew right by that and yeah, go in there. Yeah, I had no idea. So maybe they'll have it if we go again this year, and I'll be able to check it out. But a final version coming out at the end of this year—that's <sighs> I tough. don't know. Highly doubtful. I don't think That's so. That's really tough. Because when they put this thing out, it needs to be like perfect. Right. That and and putting it out for like the holidays. Mm-hmm. I'd say is not a good decision. Why is that? Because if you just put it on the holidays, people are going to be like, well, what the hell is this thing? Mm-hmm. They're not going to know anything about it. Like, unless, you know, they advertise the hell out of it, which I don't think is going to happen. Well, a lot of people would be like, well, that's so cool. And then, like, oh, it's a $300 price tag, $200 price tag. Never mind. Yeah, exactly. And unless so, unless a competition like Sony comes out and they're releasing theirs, and then right. Oculus needs to get up on it, I don't see that coming out this year. Right. And... And the thing is, is that like around the holidays, especially this next, this upcoming year, the PS4 and the Xbox One and even the Wii U are going to start releasing their major titles. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, I could get them this two to $300 thing, or I can just buy them a $60 game that I know that they want. So what's going to make more money? You know, like I just don't think it's going to do very well, especially with the, these consoles really hitting their, their gear to stride. That's that's a really dangerous time for something like that to be released. So unless John Carmack and does some crazy magic, maybe that's why he left. Yeah, I mean, it officially to work more on this to get it out this year. Yeah, I think they have to bust some butt because the thing needs to be in HD and needs to look just as good as my TV. If else, like you said, mm-hmm. why would I put it on? Yeah, exactly. Like I don't. It, I, it if it hurts my eyes after ten minutes, like the Virtual Boy did, then it's not worth it. So mm-hmm. yeah, we'll find out. I'm sure. Yeah. Thanks for your question, Akari. Scott, um, again, shoot us an email. Let us know. We're still looking for your top five lists of game of 2013 or your games you're most looking forward to this year. 
Uh, send us an email, GameWareExpress at gmail.com. Let's, uh, let's end the show with our special stages. Rachel. Okay, I'll go first then. <laughs> um, so I found out about this today. And I don't know where this has been my entire life, but oh my god, I need it in my life right now. It's a game, only released in Japan, on the Sega Dreamcast. And it's called Sega Gaga. Okay? And what it is, it's like a parody of you run Sega. You are the CEO of Sega. And then your competition who is named like Dogma or something, but is really Sony, is like putting you out of the console business. <laughs> and you have to like go in with all of the like Sega characters, like Samba de Amigo and like all these like different Sega characters are like in the game. And I just don't like, and you battle people from Sony. And it's, it's just like this funny like simulation parody game. And I just, mm -hmm. I want this to be in my life. I need to go learn Japanese and go get a Japanese Sega Dreamcast because apparently they're region locked. Yeah. Oh. Which, which, this is a total side note. The Sega Dreamcast is like the easiest console to bootleg things on. And I am not a supporter of that in any way, shape, or form. I just, you know, I think that money should go to whoever makes the game and, and retailers and things like that. But the Sega Dreamcast is so easy to bootleg games on. You can burn them on CDRs. Yeah. So, what's to stop me from downloading this game, <laughs> burning it on a CDR for America, and then putting it in the American Dreamcast? <laughs> like, I you just, should work on that and report back on your results. I just, I need this game in my life. I mean, I'm not going to be able to understand a damn word of it, but <laughs> I, I, I just really want to play this game. It sounds so funny and so exciting, and I just can't believe Sega put this out. But it, it's also apparently very expensive. I looked it up on eBay, and it's, you know, a couple hundred bucks. Jeez. Did this come out, like, I guess, as the Dreamcast was dying? Probably, yes. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, Sounds no. like game, game dev story, but, like, more ridiculous. Yes, and, and, and like, I, I was just like, whoa, how, how have I never heard of this? This is great. I get to be Sega. That's funny. <laughs> so, yep. I want to play that. I hope there's a fan translation out there. <laughs> so, for mine, um, my mind was blown over the holiday, like, my childhood. Just turn into a lie. Uh, Rachel and I have been watching the old Pokemon cartoon, oh, <laughs> like the Indigo oh, League. God. <laughs> and we're getting close to the end. And I had no idea the main character from Pokemon Snap was in the anime. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that blue, like when he showed up, I was like, wait. I thought this dude was just made up for this video game. No. I had no idea. The, he and that came Mr. out Todd before Snap. the game. Yeah. That, that episode aired. Before the game, so. so that blew my mind. I had no idea he was a real person in the in the cartoon. So he's kind of annoying in the anime. Yeah, he's he's kind of annoying. So I have to share that bit of information. Yep. For my special <laughs> stage. Um, Vaughn, close it out for us. Well, uh, I guess to start this out, uh, add plus one to Leonardo for favorite Ninja Turtle. Because <laughs> that's, that's right. That's my favorite. Because I feel right. like somebody needs to be responsible in that in that group of teenagers. <laughs> So, <laughs> has anybody uh, said Leonardo yet? Hikari has. Hikari okay. said Leonardo. That's right. That's right. He emailed us and said that. Yeah. Although I, I know the general consensus is Donnie. Yeah. <laughs> um, Raphael. And then I like Michelangelo. So. Oh, Michael and I both like Raphael, so he's the correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> Renee abstained. Steven said Donatello. So right now we've got two Leonardo, 
No. Well, I guess Stephen was speaking for Renee also, maybe. I'm not sure. but No, Renee abstained. Oh, yeah, that's right. So we've got one for Donatello, two for Leonardo, two for Raphael, and one for Michelangelo. Mm-hmm. Come on, guys. <laughs> this is dating back to our first episode. This is, this yes. Is so, so we're still taking a poll on who, you know, what your favorite Ninja Turtle is. So please email us at GameWorkExpress at gmail.com <laughs> what your favorite Ninja Turtle is. We want to know. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> Anyway, Vaughn, anyway, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> well, uh, I guess y'all may have noticed by now, but my nails are black. So. They are. Are you turning into an emo goth kid? Uh, no. Because <laughs> the folks at home can see your 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 nails right now. Well, they're all painted black, so uh, I guess uh, it's more of a shout out to uh, my favorite speedrunner, Cosmo Wright. Because okay. he paints okay. his fingernails, and he's like the best speedrunner ever at Wind Waker. So. Oh, awesome. Okay, cool. And uh, I, it's also another thing that I like to do for the uh, the Nola Lolitas. Shout okay. out, shout outs to them because they're awesome. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. Being you, trying to trying to make myself sort of a pretty boy. <laughs> Are you like channeling his like energy by doing that? You're like, I'm going to speed run today. No, I just like the way it looks. That's, <laughs> that's why he does it too. So cool. fair enough. Yep. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, that's it. Awesome. Um, well, as usual, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Adam Arinder. I also write some words at attackofthefanboy.com. I am also on Twitter at, at use the Triforce. And you know what? I'm also on Steam. Whoa. Nice. You can be my Steam friend. Because I was looking at my Steam friends today, and I'm like, man, I don't have a lot of Steam friends. And it's not like my computer actually works and that I play games on it very often, but on the off chance that I do, let's be Steam friends. My name is 16 Bits of Awesome on that one, because somebody out there took 8 Bits of Awesome. Mm. So Had to leap forward in the console area I did, there so, so I'm 16 Bits of Awesome on, on Steam. Interesting. Well, here's my long list of things you can find me at. <laughs> uh, first off, there is my YouTube channel. Uh, you can find me, Nay, and Rachel, yeah. <laughs> and even Hikari on, on uh, V's Speedrun and 4P Co-op Lounge. Or you can just type in youtube.com slash V4Extreme12. Uh, there, I'm also on Twitter at V4Extreme. <laughs> Simple enough. I don't do very much for it, but I'm there. <laughs> uh and my Twitch account, twitch.tv slash v4extreme12. That's where I do all of my speedrun attempts and other random stuff there. <laughs> yeah. Cool. And you'll probably find me in the Awesome Games Done Quick chat because I'll be watching that like all week. <laughs> using all of my sleep ever. Nice. Speaking of which, uh, even if you uh, – I forgot to mention, like, during the marathon, they're also going to be giving away prizes during the different blocks of games, so depending on how much you donate. So, like, last year, I think they gave away, yeah, they gave away a Wii U system with the game and uh, an actual, like, handcrafted gun blade. Wow. A lot of of crafters on the internet, and this is a total side note because I do a lot of crafts and stuff, um, like, they do charity auctions and stuff. Like, uh, I had signed up to participate for one that was doing it through uh, Desert Bus for Hope. Is, is I you know a, a lot of people on the internet do that so like anything that you see that's um I mean even remotely video game related like streams or, or this or that like a lot of them have like a, these like crafters backing it and you can you can win these things that these people make and a lot of them are incredible yeah. so yeah I mean that's really awesome that they're doing that too 
Yeah, they they're also giving away like some perler beads and yeah. artwork and stuff too. So and that's really cool because people donate that. Yeah. So you, even if you're not like interested in like donating for prizes, just like I I would suggest donating to them like anyway because it's a really good cause. Yeah. Like, yeah. In 2012, they raised like two hundred thousand dollars. Wow. Last awesome. year, they raised over four hundred fifty thousand. That's amazing. So, cool. so yeah, we'll definitely check yeah. this out. I'm excited now. <laughs> What time does it start on Sunday? Uh, that much I don't know, but you can look up a full schedule on uh, speeddemosarchive.com. Okay, sweet. We'll have to wake up at 2 a.m. to watch the Mega Man X stream. <laughs> and it'll be done in like five minutes, and then we can go back to sleep. Also, <laughs> Rachel, on my uh, friends list on Steam, you are 8 Bits of Awesome. I am? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm 8 Bits of Awesome. Well, my, <laughs> well no, the actual, when I sign in, it's 16 Bits. But, but my display name is 8 Bits. Let's just confuse everyone at home. Yeah. Just one of those two, look it up. Okay. And that's that's my Steam account. Be Steam friends. You can also find Gameware on Facebook. Facebook.com slash GamewareBR. Also, I'm looking to get the podcast on iTunes. Um, we're going forward, working on a logo right now. I know they need that. Yeah, we got approval for a logo. Yeah, so, so we're just going to work that up. And hopefully we'll get us on iTunes soon. So it'll be a little easier easier to listen to, a little for more accessible. For all us Apple people. Yeah, now that Rachel is Apple, <laughs> we need to uh, support her in every way. <laughs> but uh that's it that's our show thank you so much for listening thank you so much vaughn for coming Thanks, on this week vaughn. it was an honor i was glad to be a part of this sweet we'll definitely have to have you back hopefully and um check out the uh, awesome games on quick this sunday until then we'll see y'all next week have a great weekend